Hi guys, welcome to the Divine Creators Podcast with Cody Singh. Hello everybody, welcome, welcome. Cody here. So wonderful to connect again. I saw this amazing question on the Divine Creators group and I thought, you know, this is a a really great opportunity to jump into things here because this is a great jumping off point to talk about a number of different subjects. I think this subject of out of body experiences in general will be something that all of you are interested in a little bit. But for me, I think that this is a great subject because it's very awakening to understand this. I feel like when people begin traveling out of body consciously and can do it at will, it is, it's, I don't think, I absolutely know it's another awakening you know I talk about this a lot there are I talk about second awakenings multiple awakenings you know I think there is sort of this idea that there is an awakening and it's a one-and-done deal but to be honest you know awakening is constant we are constantly awakening to deeper layers and aspects of who we are deeper dimensions of ourselves, different dimensions of our experience, the world around us, other people around us, that ultimately helps us understand ourselves a little bit better. Because as we know, in this universe that is governed by law of attraction, there's only one person in the room, and that is you. And everything around you is an indicator of what you've got going on within yourself in some capacity. Okay, and astral is a good way to understand this. So, I'll start off by reading the question here from Annabelle. Okay, so the question says, Hello, beautiful beings. Who here has any interesting info or insights with out-of-body experiences? I think I had my first one the other morning. I fell asleep back after saying goodbye to my partner as he left for work. I blissfully went back to sleep knowing I had the day off. I suddenly became aware that I had an ability to do something a little different, like a knowing of some kind. I continued with this feeling and almost pushed myself out of the back of my body, like I went through the wall. It was dizzying, disorienting, heavy, dark. Okay, so we're going to stop there. We're going to get to the rest of the question, but I just want to talk a little bit about this piece I'm feeling guided to just just uh, point a couple things out here. So that's really interesting here, uh, Annabelle, you said there was like a knowing of some kind and you felt like pushing yourself out of the back of your body. So this is something that you'll hear about with out-of-body experiences a lot when people are trying to teach about out-of-body experiences. This is one of the techniques you can do, sort of like the rollover effect, okay? Sometimes, and I think a number of you can probably recognize this feeling a little bit have you ever felt like you are in your body but you can kind of move and manipulate your body you feel like you can roll like while you're laying in your bed you feel like you can roll over side to side without actually moving or manipulating your physical body it's sort of like the in-between hypnagogic state that uh you enter right before sleep or right as you wake up you know it's sort of this in-between space where you can you feel like you're not attached another you know also just a side note um sleep paralysis you know that sleep paralysis occurs when people are coming back into their bodies after 
sleep, right? And they haven't fully downloaded their consciousness into their physical vessel. Now, there's a lot of biochemical, you know, elements to, you know, analyze there, and you can understand it from that perspective. But we're we're talking about out of body experiences here right now, and I thought that would be interesting to mention with sleep paralysis. You know, that's what's happening. You know, you're coming back in your body, and you don't have the there's you, you're in this sort of state of like dual awareness where you're not fully occupying your physical vessel so you can't operate that fully but you are sort of in that third dimensional awareness while also in that extra dimensional awareness so you're aware of the non-physical world the non-physical entities perhaps in your room and then you're also projecting your third dimensional fears onto that as well that can be a terrifying experience, you know, but it's not always dangerous. Um, it's usually just a projected fear a lot of times. Sometimes it is absolutely something negative because that fear that you're vibrating is attracting things that vibrate according to that fear, okay? So if you're vibrating in fear, you're going to attract things that also vibrate in that fear. That's the law of attraction. And another thing to, to note before we even go further is a lot of you are not having conscious astral travel experiences consistently because you don't want to. You don't want to yet and your guides know that. The thing about astral is you have to be you have to be ahead you have to be in charge of your emotions, plain and simple. Y you cannot be someone who identifies as anxious and be navigating astral you're going to be attracting a number of things you're going to be uh, attaching uh, things that are going to attach to you they know that they know when you are ready and stable enough to navigate those realms in a way where it is safe for you and where you're not going to attract any sort of experiences that are going to be terrifying for you that are going to be harmful for you things like that okay the thing about astral is you navigate the astral with your thoughts and it is limitless okay limitless absolutely limitless you can go to any physical location on the planet you can go to any physical location in the universe non-physical location in the universe you can go within objects you can travel into objects you can travel into things within the universe and perceive that dimensional layer of them and experience it from that dimension as well. You can travel into people's consciousness and perceive through their consciousness. People do this while they are uh, tuning into other people here as human beings. When you tune into another person emotionally, you're tuning into other dimensions of that person. So that is paralleled in astral realms. And if you tune into those astral spaces, you'll be able to perceive that. So when psychics are doing psychic work with you they're here in the physical body but they're you can perceive what is happening also paralleled in those astral realms as well so everything that you do in the third dimension here as a physical human is paralleled in those dimensions okay so what that means as well is if you are experiencing anxiety if you are not feeling so great that creates a ripple in the other dimensions as well. It is paralleled. How you feel in this dimension, how you feel in this moment right now as you're listening to this, 
or at any point in your day is paralleled in astral spaces. There is a third dimensional aspect that is paralleling what you're doing. Excuse me, there's a fourth dimensional aspect paralleling what you're doing in the third dimension. There's a fifth dimensional aspect paralleling your third dimensional aspect. There is a sixth dimensional aspect of you paralleling what you're doing here in the third dimension as well. It is a layer. Okay, there are all layers. So what you do here does affect what happens up there as well. So when you're in a negative place down here, you're also in a negative place in those realms as well. Okay, so think about that. Think about why your guides would not want you to be navigating astral spaces. Well, if you are actually in a lower astral realm, which you can understand astral as higher astral and lower astral, okay? And when you're in a lower vibrational space or lower, experiencing lower emotions as a human, you are navigating lower astral spaces out of body, okay? It's always paralleled. So again, if you are not in a great place, you can understand why your guides would not want you to be navigating astral realms because everything is dictated through thought, okay? You attract anything with your thoughts. In this dimension as well, here as a physical human, our thoughts, we attract things with our thoughts, right? That's law of attraction. Well, that process is just amplified and, ex and just way faster and accelerated in astral realms. So you think the thought and you're there, okay? So if you're thinking negative, fearful thoughts in astral, you're going to go to those places as well. In fact, you are already there, and it's just going to be an even more terrifying experience, more tormenting experience than what you're experiencing now as a human. Um, it'll just be a deeper a deeper aspect of it. So imagine that you're going through a really, really intensely difficult experiences and you put a magnifying glass on that intense experience. You're going to experience it worse. It's going to be more intense. So that's like thinking about if you were to travel out of body when you're having a negative experience, you're just going deeper into the negative experience and it's going to feel like hell. It will. Okay, so... That's the first thing you have to understand with, you know, out-of-body experiences. And this is an extensive topic. We will only be able to brush a, literally a grain of sand on this subject. But again, this subject, this question was very interesting, and it offered a lot of uh, opportunity for me to kind of go a little bit more into this because I know you guys are curious. But there's also a lot that I want to clear up around this as well and a lot of misconception as well. Okay. So a lot of times when you guys are getting pulled back into your body, that's just because your guides are protecting you. So know that you have guides that are literally designed to protect you the moment you start going out of body. And there are guides specifically designated, specifically with their sole job and duty to assist with you when you are ready to travel out of body. You will see them and they will walk with you. And they will travel with you. They will help you. They will guide you. They will protect you. And that will happen when you are ready, when you're ready for that. So why, why is astral important? The, the reason why astral is important is because it does parallel what we're going through here in the physical realm, which means it can offer tremendous insight to what we're going through as 
a physical human as well. It's one angle to help us understand ourselves much deeper and and a, on a deeper level that you can even possibly imagine, okay? You know, discovering your astral self and learning how to travel out of body, you're discovering new meaning for yourself, for your existence, for the existence of your soul, your increasing understanding of yourself and the spirit realm as well, the vibrational world, your understanding law of attraction, your understanding the relation between the relationship between thinking thoughts and attracting things and and experiences, okay? You are connected to uh, dimensions of you that will unlock power in your physical life as well, okay? The possibilities are endless. You can enhance your physical experience through astral travel as well, okay? You can accelerate your learning. You can learn quicker. You can go up there when you are taking a class in the physical world, right? If you're taking, if you're learning something in the physical world, you can go up in the astral realms and accelerate that process. You can go up there and go up to the parallel realm to what you are experiencing here and now as a physical human and you can accelerate that process. So if you're reading a book and you're like in class, I used to do this in college all the time. I would, you know, we would get the assignment, we'd have the books that we have to learn and you, what what you could do is literally accelerate the process of that which you are sort of absorbing the book. That's what it feels like. It feels like you're absorbing the book. So you're you are reading, right? But do you ever notice some people read really really quickly and they are able to comprehend it really really quickly as well? Well, that's because their astral self is absorbing it much quickly much more quickly the way you read books in astral is literally you pick it up and you absorb it it's like you inhale the book you know you inhale the information so to speak you know and you can accelerate learning in astral as well and other cognitive skills other talents as well if you are a runner if you're a track runner or a gymnast or whatever you can accelerate your abilities and enhance your abilities in astral as well you can go up there enhance anything and everything you can stimulate energy flow you can stimulate creativity as well you can heal physical ailments you can understand the root of your ailments by exploring where they are rooted well, first of all, rooted here in the third dimension, because what you have to understand, okay, we can understand other dimensions of our ailments through navigating the astral realms, the astral dimensions of those things, and you can alleviate that by reestablishing that energy flow, by sort of understanding it from those dimensions. But what you have to understand is part of why you incarnated as a human being was because this was a platform, a framework, for you to absolve many of those astral issues with relative ease you can you can adjust and orient astral spaces with so much ease as a physical walking human 
way more easy than in Asho. So for example, if you're experiencing anxiety, this is like kind of a more extreme example, but honestly, like it's not that extreme if we're talking about out-of-body experiences, things like past lives, things like that. So think about this, okay? First of all, you can also travel through the past and the future as well. When you're traveling out of body, you're either traveling in the future or in the past or a simultaneous sort of time-space experience. So if you feel really trapped and you have a lot of anxiety in your physical life as a human being, and you were to explore that astral aspect of who you are, you could be trapped in an astral realm, okay? So just imagine a visual of being like trapped in an astral realm or in an astral imagine like a, a dungeon or something in an astral space that you are trapped in is it easier to escape a dungeon or is it easier to escape a negative emotion because here as a human being it's nothing more than an emotion so you simplify these grand issues by coming down as a human being but as human beings we like to overcomplicate things and pretend like we actually are in a dungeon well in reality we came down here to simplify those issues we came down here to untie the knot of our unconscious through this physical experience, okay? And we didn't necessarily view it as problems before we incarnated here. We just viewed it as opportunities for expansion. So that's the other thing. Only, you know, when we're incarnated do we view these as issues. We just mostly as a higher soul from our higher universal perspective we understand that all of this is just learning opportunities expansion opportunities ex opportunities to expand the experience of our soul expand the content of our soul so if there are these really grand issues and conflicts in these past lives or other dimensions that we've got caught up in one of the solutions is to incarnate as a human being and in doing so we are taking the theme of those issues and simplifying them in a very condensed and easier to understand form and by being down here we can understand the lessons that we we're supposed to learn in that dimension, in that complicated experience, we can understand through a minor conflict with one of our friends, for example, okay? And we can see these as like major fallouts that you have with friends at certain periods in your life that really does not make sense, but it happened, things like that. Those can be symptomatic of different spaces in astral that you've either escaped or conflicts that you've got into okay if that makes sense so what you just want to take away from there is that the human experience is an opportunity to free yourself okay okay just some other interesting things you know I think you guys can use your imagination to understand that the possibilities really are limitless but in terms of career success, in terms of money, personal fulfillment, even influencing of global events, you can do all of this from astral, okay? You can accelerate your income, okay? Everything is energy flow, okay? So 
when you are out of body, you have the ability to manipulate that with so much more awareness. One thing that was key in what Annabelle was talking about was this sense of knowing of some kind. Once she kind of stepped out of body, okay? Uh, just going back to your question, I suddenly became aware that I had an ability to do something a little different, like a knowing of some kind. That's going to happen when you step out of your 3D awareness, okay? And what's interesting is you are still you, right? You, I mean, you stepped out of your 3D you, but you were still you, which means that awareness, that consciousness is, is within you. You do have that awareness. And that's key because if you have that awareness that you are more than your body, if you have the awareness that you are an extension of source energy, this is why I talk about it as like a second awakening when you start astral traveling because learning that you are not your body and when you really start downloading that awareness as what is happening to you Annabelle you learn that you are not limited by the constraints of human experiences like emotions for example that is one of the first things that you will transcend when you start astral traveling you will understand that you are not your emotions, okay? That emotions are a tool and it is a part of your navigation system. But the idea is not to be attached to emotions and your guides will not let you actual travel if you are attached to your emotions because that is a very dangerous place to be. You want to be stable, you want to be secure emotionally and you don't have to worry about not being that and navigating those spaces because your guides will not allow you to do that, okay? Now, there are moments where we wake up from a scary dream, where there are moments where we pick up bits and pieces of where our astral self or selves are, you know, paralleling our experiences. This is why when you have a nightmare, it's usually because you're not in a great place in your life right now, either on a conscious or subconscious level. Something is speaking out to you, okay? And one thing that's interesting too is your dreams, your dreams, you're navigating astral in your dreams. Dreams are a state, a, another dimension, okay? There are many different dimensions. This is one of the first lower dimensions. I don't want to call it a lower dimension of astral because that'll sound like a lower astral. It's not necessarily lower astral, but you can understand it as a fourth dimensional experience, okay? So your perception of dreams is actually coming from the process of downloading your dreams when you wake up. Your brain, your human physical brain, is just downloading your experience out of body and your consciousness and all that which you experienced, okay, in one fell swoop upon you waking up. When you wake up, that's a downloading experience. So you're downloading the contents of your consciousness while you wake up, and that is how you perceive your dream. So you're not dreaming that whole night. You're actually just becoming aware of a dream as you're waking up. You're becoming aware of that dream as you are awaken awakening in the morning, okay? That doesn't mean that you were traveling there around there all night. That's just the way your brain is interpreting that experience in a way that you can make sense of it here in the physical world, okay? Another sort of uh, extension of this subject is uh, PK, okay, so or telekinesis as well, okay. 
psychokinesis or telekinesis. This can be understood through astral as well, okay? The thing about psychokinesis, psychokinesis is uh, manipulating objects with your mind, moving objects with your mind, okay? Psychokinesis, particularly without looking at it, you can manipulate objects, uh, moving them without your mind and without any sort of physical device to manipulate that, you can manipulate it through your consciousness. And this sounds so bizarre to people, but it really is common. It really is. I witness people do this constantly. Sometimes when I watch sports, there is a pitcher. You can accelerate a pitch. You can accelerate the speed of the pitch through psychokinesis. People with really good handwriting are manipulating the movements of their hand even through psychokinesis to produce like the perfect little, you know, script, you know? Sometimes a really good handyman or mechanic or engineer, when they're fixing something, they're using PK, they're manipulating things subtly. You are collaborating with your astral self when you are doing this. So what you want to do while you're doing this, if you start trying to do it consciously, first you want to become aware of the places in your life that you actually use PK. Some people do it in a, in a sense of healing as well, okay? Like if I've got a sore throat, you can use PK to kind of reestablish flow in that part of your body as well. Energy flow, right? You're collaborating with your astral self. So one thing that you want to do, right, is, okay, become aware of the, the places that you are already doing this. And once you do that, sort of consciously attune to your astral self and and watch them sort of link to you physically, emotionally, energetically, cue up, right? And leverage their power that is connected to infinite energy, okay? Because that is a far greater power source than your physical vessel. And understand again that you are already doing this, okay? And this is something that is widely understood. It has widely been studied. There was a government program that ran for many years and was very, very successful uh, where they studied things like remote viewing, okay? Remote viewing, things like PK, astral travel, all of these things, out-of-body experiences, all of these things. All of these things are tools that are we are meant to access. This is not like something that you should, you know, stay away from. I mean, it just like anything else, there's so many things in this world that we might say stay away from, but they still exist and we can still use them if we are guided to them for empowerment purposes, okay? And there's so much empowerment to take from out-of-body experiences, from understanding astral. It is absolutely limitless. And we have, again, just scratched the surface here. So just reading the rest of Annabelle's uh, message here. So again, she said, I continued with this feeling and almost pushed myself out of the back of my body and went through the wall. It was dizzying, disorienting, heavy, dark, like being underwater, but I felt as if I was floating in the air, like swimming through the room. Yes, that's another thing. 
That happens a lot in the beginning too, like floating or flying. Uh huh. So I heard chattering voices around me, but not, uh, but only made one out as a deep booming voice. Okay. He said something to me, but I can't remember what it was. So this is probably one of your spirit guides, like I talked about, the ones that uh, are designed to help you through these experiences. Okay. They will speak with words. They will speak in your language and they have the tone of their voice. It's an actual voice, okay? It's not just in your head. It's real. <laughs> okay? It's still real if it's in your head too. They're just using your thoughts to get through to you because they know that's the best way. But there is a point where you're ready to kind of establish that separation because you understand that you're still integrated. And ironically, when you understand you're integrated, that's when you can perceive them more like that as well mm -hmm, the chattering voices so one of the things that you also mentioned Annabelle was disorientation a feeling of heaviness and dark okay so typically what's happening here is your guides are trying to either assist you or help bring you back in your body, okay? And trying to maybe calm you down in some capacity as well. You talked about a pendulum here as well. I asked my pendulum to speak with my higher self a couple days later uh, when he answered a few yes and no questions. I asked him if he was allowed male sounding voice in my sleep, he said yes. Pendulums are great tools to use in connection with uh, your astral self, you can really connect with them. I talked to, about this as well. Uh, I think this was in a video that I did, but um, I talk about something called uh, spirit, spirit books. Um, if you're a journaler, bring out your notebook after you meditate, after you do these spiritual experiences like this, you will find that your eyes will dart to certain words on the page. If you're not a journaler, pick out like a like a, a book or something that you're really connected to spiritually with a lot of words on it, okay? Your guides will guide you to the specific words that they're speaking to you. It is bizarre what they will say to you. It'll it's it's incredible actually. Cause like you may not even know what you need and then you'll your eyes will like dart to a word that's like, oh drink water. Oh my god, yeah, shoot, I totally forgot. I didn't take I didn't I didn't have my water yet or something, you know? or very specific as well. Maybe it's like you're studying for an exam if you're a student and you just like, you're like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. Like, of course this is gonna be on the exam. Your astral self is constantly trying to talk to you. And a lot of you who are like talking, you know, you say, oh, I heard my, my guide was telling me this, my guide was telling me this. It's usually your astral self. Your astral self is talking to you. You have to understand that uh, your astral self has constantly been trying to communicate to you just as you've been constantly trying to communicate to it. You can understand that as part of your duty here in this life is to establish that connection because that astral self is living a life as well and their intention is to get through to you because their experience is dependent on you and vice versa, okay? So when you connect to that, it is a powerful, illuminating experience. It is joyful, it is a privilege, but it is also necessary. It is also necessary for alignment, okay? 
and you don't have to be able to do this consciously. Sometimes when I look at people, very successful people um, in life in general, successful people in life meaning happy, prosperous people, okay? They might not even travel, astral travel consciously, but they are in astral alignment, okay? They are in good astral spaces, okay? Um, in Vedic astrology, they say you're born in good planets or you have good planets, you are in good planets, you know, things like that. You can tell when people are in a good place in their life, you know, all things look like they're coming to them, you know, and they continue to. <laughs> and that is characterized by them dwelling in higher astral realms. The other portion that I do want to add to this, that is important to add to this, is the reason why you incarnated as a human is to have a human experience. You were having a non-physical experience before you incarnated as a human, and you will have a non-physical experience again not too long from now as well. Okay, After this life, you will be non-physical again. So you incarnated to have a physical experience, not just a non-physical experience, you perhaps maybe wanted to experience non-physical and then the experience of transitioning into the awareness of the non-physical because that's a tremendously expanding experience for your soul as well as an enjoyable experience. It is a privilege to awaken and the joy of awakening to this world is incredible, okay? Watching fantasy movies and then realizing you are in the fantasy, you are, you are the movie is a, an incredible experience, okay? And part of why you guys came here was to awaken to that and have that experience, that bliss, okay? That being said, a lot of people are drawn to learning about the non-physical and learning about non-physical energy and all things not physical is because they are withdrawing, okay? It is okay to have interests about new age and metaphysical arts and non-physical energies and things like that. It's okay to have that interest, but you do have to be anchored here in this physical world and you do not want to get in the habit of villainizing or detesting the physical world. Do not turn into that because you came here to have a physical experience, okay? So enjoy this physical world. It is a privilege to enjoy this physical world. Up there, there's no contrast. There's no ability to even discern what is enjoyable because you know what is enjoyable by knowing what is not enjoyable, okay? So you do come down here to play. You do come down here to have an enjoyable physical experience and when some of you are hyper fixated on only having non-physical experiences what you're communicating is that you don't want to be here and you are in the process of withdrawing back into non-physical and that will be experienced as well as through you know perceiving more of the non-physical world okay a lot of people are perceiving more non-physically but not able to empower through it because they are withdrawing and not empowering through these experiences. This is why meditation, meditation, meditation is key. Meditation is your opportunity to anchor in and combine 
those non-physical experiences and anchor it here into the physical world and apply it and use that knowledge and that awareness like Annabelle talked about that, that knowingness, anchoring that knowing into this physical experience. So it's not just solely those non-physical experiences that, that, that awareness comes in. You want to anchor that into the physical world. And believe me, you want to have an incredible physical experience as well. Those of you who are so keen on having an, an, an incredible otherworldly out-of-body experiences, I want all this. I guarantee you would have a much better time having an incredible physical human experience as well. And you want those non-physical out-of-body out of body, hu- uh, body otherworldly incredible experiences. You want that because you don't believe you can have the human physical amazing special experience here in the physical world because of one circumstance or one trauma or one experience that really kind of made you not believe in the human experience perhaps anymore or believe that your life has the capacity to generate those high states of bliss and wellness and prosperity as a product of feeling that way you believe you can only feel great out of body okay that is not true, okay? If you have a desire to feel that great, it is because you have a desire to experience that here in this body as well. And as as a result of experiencing that in your body, those high states of bliss in your physical body, you will then, because of that, have those experiences in the astral realms as well. What you will find is, it, People who are learning how to travel out of body who are not in a good place in their human physical life, they're not traveling to very fun astral spaces. The places that they're traveling out of body, it's not that exciting. It's, it's really not. And they'll realize that the best astral experiences that they have come because of what they are vibrating in their human experience. So they realize the best times that they've had, the best conscious out-of-body experiences were when they were having really, really, or in the midst of really, really beautiful physical human experiences as well. They were in a really great place in that moment as a physical human, which is why they were a match, a vibrational match to those beautiful astral spaces as well. So when you're not in a good place, as a human incarnated being right in this waking life and you're consciously trying to astral travel from that emotional place you're not going to travel to enjoyable astral spaces they're going to be lower astral spaces they're not going to be enjoyable whatsoever you know it might be like um illuminating to be like oh wow like you know i'm out of body right now but you're not gonna feel much you're gonna be like okay this is interesting I'm in this like room here okay there's a desk here that's interesting uh, it looks a lot like uh, earth except this is uh, out of body you know <laughs> versus like you hear people traveling you know with um, deities and ascended masters and over rainbows <laughs> you know and you know use your imagination there you can have the most incredible incredible experiences that you just hear about in fantasy novels or cartoons you know here in the human experience by the way a lot of where you guys are getting your inspiration for 
the cartoons and the imagery and the fantasy is from Astral, okay? That is where the inspiration behind all of this is coming from. And if you've seen some of the amazing things that you can, you know, you can do in these movies, right? In these, like, Harry Potter or what other f fantasy show there is out there with witches and wizards and all of these, like, all of this magic, okay? Whatever you could do there, you can do in Astral, okay? Whatever the imagination has a possibility to conceive here as a human being exists already in Astral, okay? Anything is possible. Anything is possible, guys. So I hope you guys can leave this feeling illuminated, feeling empowered, feeling curious. There's a lot more to learn here, so definitely feel free to ask more questions. If you guys want to learn more about this, we can absolutely follow up more on this, okay? And the last piece that I'm guided to share here, closing, is just about relativity, okay? Reality is relative. Your experience is individual to you. What is real is real because it is real to you. And understanding this concept will take you to through this life and through every dimension that life could take you through, okay? What's real is real because it's real to you. You write the script, okay? Part of the reason why you hear so much different information about these subjects is because it is organized unique to all of your minds. Everyone's mind is their own storybook. Everyone's mind is its own fairy tale, its own script, its own fantasy novel. Under your laws, you write the script. Everyone's law of attraction works unique to them, okay? You write the script, you are the creator, and it's real because it's real to you. And when you really can grasp this concept, you will be able to travel consciously out of body. You will be able to just experience your consciousness free. And that is the way that we're supposed to navigate this world, okay? That was the way it was intended. Sending you all immense love. Thank you very, very much. Take care. Bye, guys.